sometimes you'll see if you get your face between there, you ready? Yep. This movie? scary. I know. It made my face tingle. <laughs> my face always tingles whenever I, I uh, watch a scary movie. I can, it's like, it's like my face falls asleep or something. Yeah, you know? I remember that from last yeah. time. Well, this is our uh, annual Halloween episode. We're, what, a couple days out from Halloween? Right? Very scary time of Very year Very scary me. time of year. I figured I'd get you in the mood, play a little Halloween stuff, a little It stuff. Yeah. That's uh, 2017. That's based on a Stephen King. Uh, oh yeah, that Stephen King. Yeah, He's yeah. yeah, he needs help. He must have had a twisted, demented childhood. Growing something, up, right? yeah, right? something. But that that clown, that makeup is amazing. Did you, you yeah. want to see what that guy looks like in real life? Yeah, I would like to see that. Maybe it'll help me get over my fear right now. <laughs> now you know, during this time of year, I was always in China up until COVID, <coughs> and. Um, all these, I'd be in the hotel room by myself, and all these scary movies are playing on HBO and all this, and you end up watching them because you get hooked into them. <coughs> Excuse right. my cough here, but um, <coughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I always hate this time of year being alone in the hotel room and then watching scary movies. Yeah, that that guy. Yeah, well, and, and I don't mind scary movies. Pauline doesn't like them too much, but I feel like during, especially during Halloween time, you got to watch a couple of them. But this, it was in 2017. It's based on Stephen King, like I said, and that. That actor is Bill Skarsgård, so that's him there dressed up like the clown with the red balloon there. So as you can yeah. see, that's pretty demented looking. That's a yeah. That's a wild. So and here's what he looks like in real life. But his eyes are very scary to me. Right. He probably had contacts and. There, that's that's what. He yeah, like. see, he's got scary eyes in real life. Yeah, he's got the real. He, you he's know, got a real he's, thin face. He's got that Boardwalk Empire guy look. What was his name? <laughs> 
He looks oh, like Steve a, Buscemi. Steve Buscemi. He's got. He's like a young version of Steve Buscemi. Can you bring up a side by side of Steve Buscemi? That'd be kind of cool. And I know for people listening on a podcast, it ain't much, but anyways, yeah. there, I'll get Steve Buscemi and him on for you. We could do a side-by-side of that. That would really be incredible. Yeah. I was, uh, was kind of shocked when I got to my office, and I didn't see the second screen hooked up already. I thought for sure you were just well into Did that. Did you tell me to do it? No, I thought you told me not to do it. You said you were going to get one. Oh, is that what was in the box? It's laying on the counter outside oh, the box. Oh, okay. So it was flat, laying on my desk flat, because I took it out of the box. I returned the box to its proper owner, owner, and then minus the um, computer, or minus the monitor, of course. But, oh, I'll, I'll do that uh, during the... Yeah, if you get it done, it would be good. Yeah, to, I forgot that... Uh, yeah, because i got to get that second screen hooked up there. Okay, so there you go. There's the yeah, screen. now, right? Am I yeah, right there, or am yeah, I right? You're you are pretty right, yeah. Yeah, he Bill's. looks like a younger version of Steve Buscemi. He does, he does. Boardwalk yeah. Empire. I wonder if anybody else has ever thought of that. But yeah, he does. Steve Buscemi. Look and at Bill the, the face, the nose, the smile. Yeah. I mean, really, um, and the very skinny face. Yeah. 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 Well, and there you go. Anyway, if you uh, you know if you got nothing to do for these few weeks, and you wanna watch watch nice a scary, scary movie, it, yeah, it's pretty scary. Oh yeah. Well, that other one really bothered you. I remember when you were younger and you always liked scary movies. You went and seen that Pet Cemetery or something. That one really bothered you. So oh, that one yeah. kept you up for like a couple days or you kept dreaming about it. And that was a Stephen King movie yeah, as well. Yeah. 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 Sometimes, what, what was the famous line from that? Because uh, they would bury the pets and then the pets would come alive, but then they came alive. They were like, they were mean. Yeah, yeah, they were mean pets. And it, oh, uh, Herman Munster was in it. Uh, oh, he yeah. Was, he was this Lee guy. And I remember the line was, sometimes dead is better. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mm-hmm. You know, and that's like that was like the famous line from that movie. Sometimes dead is better. Yeah, I usually say that a lot when you call me up and tell me I'm overdrawn. <laughs> I'm like, sometimes death will just be so much nicer. Oh, let, some, man. let somebody else worry about this. But then you made me feel good, and you said, "Well, seven other people were upside down on their accounts too." That yeah, made me feel better. There's <coughs> sometimes, yeah. some days it's a bad day, some days it's a good day. If I don't hear from my admin, I'm like, "Oh, what's going on?" But if there'll be no overdrafts, but some days there's a, yeah. There's quite a few that you gotta yeah. you gotta handle and deal with. But, yeah, but, well, you know, and with the uh, you you gotta be. Um, I mean, this this time of year has to be a little sad for you. I mean, lately everything's sad, but this time yeah. of year has got to be sad for you because the China trips. And I heard the other day that they're locking down more because they like two people have COVID or something. Yeah, and I remember yeah. your discussion a while ago, or your your thought was that. They're just using it at this point to like control the young people. There's no right? way they can control. And them. you still feel that's what's oh, going on. Oh God, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, and now they said they're going to do a massive push on their booster shot. Well, if you want right. zero uh, cases, then you should really be working on something to get you there. Besides locking everything down, you just can't keep locking people in their homes. Right. You know, yeah, but well, they yeah. can, you mm-hmm. know, and then, and then the parents go, no, no, no. And then the kids are, I'm sure the kids are, would like to revolt. But then again, if they can't leave, it's not even <laughs> that they can't leave China. They can't even leave their, their, um, their little city mm-hmm. because if they go to another city and that city tests yellow, then they can't get back home. So that's why they don't want to travel. So they don't want to travel anywhere. Right. They don't right. want to travel their province. Province is the word I'm looking for. So they don't even want to change. They don't even want to leave the province, or the parents don't want them to leave the province because you go from Jiangxi to um, Hunan, 
and then Hunan has a case, and then you can't go back to Jiangxi until you quarantine and everything right. else. Right. And everything's on your phone. They love their they love their WeChat. So right. every location, everywhere they've been, every it's oh, so the government knows where you're they at. know exactly where, and that shows up on your phone. So now when you get to the checkpoint, you got to show your phone. If show if the phone shows green, you can mm-hmm. go. If it doesn't, from what I hear, I, you know, people tell me what how it goes with this yellow and green. I don't know right. exactly how it works on WeChat, but. It's all it's all into your WeChat. So they use that uh, for like paying for things. Too, everything, don't they? everything. There's, it's a cashless society right now in five years, and they're happy about that. Uh, but they're not also getting taxed like we are. When their government decides to tax them, no. then their government will know exactly what they're spending, how much to tax them based on how much are they spending. You yeah. can everything is there. There's no more cash. No, it's, it's so oh, every time I hear like this government talk about. You know the cashless thing or the no no cars with gas thing. It just it just infuriates me to no yeah. end. And, and I like California now, you're gonna have yeah. all electric cars. First of all, I mean they have <laughs> they have rolling blackouts now. I know. And my son told me something that I didn't know, and I didn't check it, but I like I trust him. He said that that's why Toyota doesn't make an all electric car because they said that they, the technology just isn't there yet. If Toyota doesn't know how to make a real good electric car, yeah. we should probably wait. Cause I would think that I mean, they were the first ones with hybrids. <laughs> well, they had a hybrid, yeah. right? Exactly. Yeah. And I being, a, I mean, I drive Toyota almost exclusively for the last 20 years and I have nothing bad to say about Toyotas. I mean, they last yeah. and they, they, you know, I that's low why. maintenance and run forever. Right. And so I would trust Toyota to come up with a very yeah. good, uh, you know, uh, alternative for an electric car. And if they're basically saying we're just not there yet, but, but at the same time, this whole world and not just our country, but Europe and every other country, they're just, they're just so gung ho on getting all these cars to be electric. But, where are you going to plug them in? Well, how are you going to go? Like electricity drive- is high, higher than gas. Number yeah. one, um, you know, and if everybody on your block got a charger, and everybody on this block, you know, is going to charge your car at night because we right. all got to go to work in the right. morning. Right. There's not enough power on your grid. It's right. just, I mean, e- Elon Musk said there's not enough power. I right. mean, exactly. and he would know. Yeah, he, he's he has an incentive to sell electric cars. Yeah. So- Though he's he's the one that would want to, and sell you're him. and you're looking he's at you you're looking at electric cars. You're looking at probably one percent of the use of oil. Okay, I mean you right. know there's oil in plastics, there's oil in the in the asphalt roads, but then you got trucks and trains and excav- excavators and well, you name like, it. Somebody said they wanted to tax farmers that are uh, ranchers that have cattle because the cattle, you know, with the O2 emissions or whatever. I'm like, really? Yeah. Wait till they get all the, wait till they get the, the, the energy plants. What about all them gases that come out? I mean, those generators and all that are run by our fuel. Well, just making the turbines for a windmill or something. That's all made in China. It's all made with plastics. It's, I mean, yeah. it's all, it's, it's craziness, but whatever. They, they, and you're talking about 1%, you yeah, know. I mean, whatever. Anyway, we're here to talk about fireworks. Yes. So the last time we were together was NFA, which we had three pretty good shows. Yeah, we did have three good I shows. <laughs> the, the kudzu uh, conversation. Yes. I remember that. And uh, Steve was uh, nice enough because uh, the one, the one, you probably don't even know this, the one the one day after we shut down the podcast, Steve was there. It was I think it was night two. Steve was there, and then he starts talking about how funny he thought the kudzu conversation was from the day before and he's you know i i've created i give you a kudzu yeah he was talking and it was really really funny and but the microphones 
were, should have been off because I, but I just didn't turn them off. And so I asked Steve, I'm like, hey, you know, and I, I, I like played a snippet by sending a file uh, over the internet. And I'm like, hey, do you mind if we, uh, if I keep this in there? Because it's really funny. I said, but you know, you thought the microphones were off, so I'll just keep it off if you want. And he goes, no, no, you can leave it on. So I left it on. Well, yeah, kudzu was a very interesting thing, and it was hilarious. <laughs> And, Did you bring uh, any back? I didn't bring any back. I told Joey, please, let's stop. And then he's like, we're going to put this kudzu. And it was like become like a whole big thing, you know. I had Louie in the car with me, and he wanted to do the same thing. I'm yeah. like, dude, I'm not stopping for kudzu. It's bad enough I had to stop for stop. I mean, for I wanted to start guys. kudzu and, you know, start growing it in my house and then see what yeah. I could, you know, what I could do with it. You know what right. I mean? Because But we're, we'll be back there for that kudzu because that stuff's some powerful stuff, you know. <laughs> Ebola, I bring you kudzu. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That, that was yeah. Steve's line. He loved yeah. it. Ebola, are you, how about this kudzu? Kudzu, try this on. I actually, uh, I, um, I, I remember like what we did with Biden and, uh, and Tony Montana. Yeah, yeah. I sent it to the animator, and he, hopefully he's going to animate us talking about kudzu. We'll see oh, okay. That comes That'll be so, cool. Yeah, yeah. So, <coughs> so that was NFA, and uh, that was good. And so, but. Aside from that, I mean, you know, obviously you'd be in China like we just talked about. But what's, I mean, really, what's been going on with fireworks since? Well, September? you know, um, basically, um, we've had a lot of containers coming in, and we've we've been, you know, we've had a lot. We had a lot ordered. We have a lot coming in, and they've been coming in pretty regularly now. And the a lot of the Chinese vendors are asking me, you know. What about 2023? I go, well, I'll be honest with you, I got to take a break because as yeah, you know, as you know, all we're doing, we're still paying freight bills and demurrage yeah. and charges I, I on top of charges. When, when are they going to stop? I, 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 I mean, every time I go in the office, there's a pile more full of freight bills. And then we're trying to, we're trying to send merchandise out. So that's another freight bill. Then you're right. getting hit with these demurrage bills and all this stuff. And then China's hounding me for money. Uh, for deposits, and I'm like, you know what, I'm done. I don't. The way I look at it is this way: we'll see what happens in December and January. You know, I right. mean, uh, for New Year's Eve, we'll see how our business goes in Fargo and stuff like that. With uh, with everybody being open, we'll see what happens. Well, hopefully the weather will be good and we can make some money. And we'll see how many people actually order any product for New Year's because right. a lot of people are right. sitting heavy on right. product. You know, because um, you know, like we predicted, they they sold 25 percent less because it didn't. The, the prices got raised, but the budgets didn't. So right. everyone walked out with 25% less product, so there's a lot of product out on the shelves, including ours, including us. Right. And since it's all stock items anyways, and I can't go to China, and they're sitting on a lot of stock, a lot, a lot of stock in China. Everyone's calling me. they got tons and tons, you know, right. 4,000 cases, 8,000 cases, 15,000 cases, 40,000 cases. So these are people in China are calling People you? in China all got these stock items because... And they want you to take it well, off they're a, Well, they're asking me, you know, hey, can you, you know, what about your 2023 order? And I said, well, since it's all stock items, we'll see what goes on in January when I reassess everything and hopefully we'll be caught up by then mm. and everyone will be paid off and all these... The, the few that I ordered new specialty products, uh, we made their deposits. Those will all be done. And then we'll see what happens. And by that time, freight's been coming down as usual. Yeah. And we'll see. And then basically I'm going to ask everyone for their stock list. If it's on the stock list, I'll buy it. If it's not on the stock list, I'm not going to carry it. There's It's a Tuesday, 4th of July. Yeah. Um, you know, we got, um, you got a good amount of inventory. Yeah. I got a good amount of inventory. I got, um, I got places stocked already 
and waiting to go. And so we'll inflation. see what happens. You don't know what's going on with it. Yeah, you don't. I mean, it's a Tuesday, Fourth of July. Yeah. You got if this inflation keeps up the way it is, mm-hmm. all the way till July. Uh, people are not; they're just not going to have the money. I'm telling you, they're not no, going to have yeah, the money. and with interest rates going up, interest people have rates less are to up. Spend. I mean, lucky for you, uh, you know, your your debt is fixed rate. Yeah, we, we lock that, and we get that at a, at a good time. Mm-hmm. We lock that in, so your debt is fixed. And we knew that. That's why we rushed. We're yeah. like, we got to get this done. Right. So we got that locked in. So and you don't really have any revolving debt. So you're, no. you're the the only cost that you really can't control is your cost of the. These containers, and, and I keep thinking the same thing too. Because if you're not around, I'll go to the office and I'll I'll see the bills and I'll I'll help you out. But I'm like, w- w- when when is he going to stop ordering stuff? These bills just keep coming they just in, keep and, coming and in, not, and over and, and over. And they're always like six, seven, eight thousand. I'm like, I, <laughs> I know it just <laughs> never ends. When, you know, when are they going to stop these bills and these bills? You like to just like have it just settle, right? Yeah, just for like even a week, like just let's let's go radio silent. Let's just. I, I no. Everything and then you get some of these Let's advertising bills that got oh yeah you know got those too. yeah that got you know brushed underneath the rug and then and the advertising <laughs> and I had a I told the lady the same thing I said listen you come there before the Fourth of July and give me a bill of what I owe you I've seen them come right on the yeah floor. well they yeah. come but but the other company they don't come right, right away right. and then and what happens is they send you a statement then they send you an invoice. And then they send you this big packet of every time it aired, but then shows don't pay nothing. And then you write, and they write out checks from the company, and then bills come to the thing. I mean, I've gotten return checks saying you overpaid us, you know, which I don't like to see that because no. that's a mistake. Right. But then I got a couple more that came in now, and it's like, and I told her, if we do any okay. advertising next year with you, come to Star Fireworks. On the 27th, I'll give you a check. You hold it to the 6th or 7th of July, and you cash it. And that's and then send me whatever you want to send me in the mail because I'll know it's already been paid. But these bills that come in, I'm like, lightning broadcasting. We paid these people, but there's but there's lightning for this town, lightning for that town. It's it's crazy. Right. Yeah, it's, it's, hard to, it's hard to keep track. And then you just leave them on the side because you fear the ones, you, the ones that you owe will come back around again and say you haven't paid it, and then right. you pay it. Right. Yeah, right. I mean that's basically what what's coming around, now. right? And especially your business, it's seasonal, so you do have a staff, Steve. You yeah, Dino, you have a girl there, uh, whatever I forgot her name, but yeah. you you have people in the office, but you're not staffed up where you have a CFO where that would be his or her responsibility yeah. is is doing that. So you're just you know you're, you're it's doing crazy. So many it's, yeah, it's all crazy. The, all the bills that are coming in, are just, they, they just got it's got to be just. Infuriating. Oh my God. And it just never stops. And you get the bills that, well, you didn't, you know, this one was for this container three months ago. We're getting a bill on it now. I mean, just stupid, stupid stuff. I just can't even win. So I'm like, you know what? I don't want anything. I go, I got a few last containers on the water. I don't want anything. I'll reassess everything in January. So hopefully we'll have a very easy November 15th. I'm saying all the way till January should be very easy. Nothing else coming in, hopefully, mm-hmm. and um, there'll be some stuff coming in after, you know, then then it'll be Chinese New Year, so we won't see nothing, and um, the freight's not taking as long to get here, so if I order a stock item in January, by the time Chinese New Year ends, they can come put it in a truck and send it, right. and that's it, and um, and we'll see, and then, I, and like I tell the guys, you know, we're busting at the seams of product, but look how easy 
wholesale will be without having these back orders to worry about because there will be no back orders. Everything's basically in. Here's the right, list. Right, right. You yeah, want no it. back orders. This is what we got. Nothing else is coming in. And then, Let's get rid of what And we then got. we yeah. wrap it all up, make room on the shelves, and, okay, listen, here, your product's done. You want to take it? Take it now. So the inventory at Star Fireworks is looking good. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's got looking it. great. The shelves are looking great. And, um, you know, Gary's all stocked up. I mean, Aaron's ready to go. So, um, yeah. you know, I was in, I was in uh, Ohio <laughs> yesterday, and I walked in a T-shirt shop just because I get ideas for labels sometimes. I walk in there, you know, and then there's a couple, uh, I don't know, maybe Pakistanians or whatever. I don't know if you would. I don't know. Okay. What, what do you call them? South Asians. They call themselves South Asians oh, that, now. That's what I would call them. Yeah, so, so a couple of South Asian, you know, yeah. uh, you know. Yeah. Hindus or whatever you want to call them, but South Asian, stick I with guess. South Asian. Stick I think with that's South less Asian. offensive. Well, yeah, whatever. <laughs> so they're doing a good job. Everyone's doing a good job there at the T-shirt shop. But anyway, so I walk in there. He's like, um, are you interested in anything particular? I'm like, I'm not. How about you? Are you interested in anything particular? He's like, customers. <laughs> and, you know, you walk in downtown Cleveland, and, you know, you got some of these old, beautiful buildings with these you know, high skies and everything, like high skylights and all this stuff, beautiful buildings. And they made them into little mini malls, you know, uh-huh. like the Marriott Residence Inn is right, part right. of a little mini mall and right. they got some other right. ones. Right. But God, they're just so, there's just no people. And I no. remember when yeah. the, when I went to a, a mall. I was downtown in, Denver, same thing, yeah, no people. I went through a mall in China and I walked in and I'm from a big city. And I walk in, and I just look at all these people jammed up on the escalators. I just walked, like I was, yeah. if, if somebody read my face, it'd be like, wow, look at this guy. He's like in, in shock, like he's never seen this many people. Right, right. And then when the Chinese would come, and i take them to a mall here to do shopping, they're like, where's all the people? I'm right. like, yeah, these are our malls. There's no people. Right. So, you know, I know I know Biden was eating ice cream and telling anyone how good the economy was. It's strong as hell. Yeah, but, no, uh, cool. uh, you know, and and, uh, and the demand is just so high from Americans. Well, maybe because it's a supply chain issue. But regardless, right. uh, I don't see anybody spending any big money in these malls. Let me tell you, I don't see anyone shopping at all. I mean, you can't tell me they're all doing everything on Amazon, but the malls are dead. Right. And I remember that explicitly when you and I were in, uh, in uh, China, in Hong Kong, I think we're episode four or five of this podcast you can hear it but um when we were at the uh, in hong kong at the hotel it was an intercontinental or something i forgot where we were though. yeah the gordy's the langham langham, langham, langham. Yeah, yeah 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 but across there was that mall and i remember the escalator just just like, jammed with, and people and standing jammed. on top of each other and the people standing on top of each other yeah. in that mall and then the i remember the bus loads of the because those protesters were out on the streets back yeah. then you're right yeah and, your whole your line was just take away their internet. Yeah, they'll all go home. They all go home. But yeah, I mean the, the amount of people. Yeah, and, and we take it for granted here because I mean I was at I was at Woodfield Mall here in Chicago, you know, on Sunday, and it was a it was dead. I might have recognized the name of one store, Nordstrom. And yeah. So the rest of them were like, I don't know what store this is. Is there a lot of vacancies now in Woodfield too? Because they they're doing the best out of everyone, but there's only a few left. They're all there, closed. There wasn't a lot of vacancies, but there was just a lot of stores that just like, I have no idea what this store is. And, yeah. Um, I'll say it this way. So I would think that like um, people, like guys our age, you know, 50-something men have some of the most discretionable income, right? We could spend money. Yeah. I could tell you that I felt like a minority there. I mm-hmm. probably was a minority there. And... 
They don't cater to me though. Like if no. I go and I go into the, I want I need a pair of gym shoes, mm-hmm. but I don't want to have to hear EDM music and and yeah. you know have some girl talk down to me. I went to the one store. <coughs> I just wanted to get a pair of laces in a Timberland store. They'll make you laces, you oh. know. And, and so I needed boot laces. So mm-hmm. I go in there and they got them on the spool, like you're doing wire. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. I got the spool, spool, and I'm like. I asked the one guy, I'm like, hey, I need laces. And then he's he's looking through a box. And I'm like, no, I don't want those. I want the spool because it's the nice brown. I like that brown. Yeah. And he's like, well, I don't know how to do that. I go, well, okay. Is there somebody here who knows how to yeah, do that? Put that plastic cap they on it, heat cap it, on it, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right. And then he asked another guy, and he didn't know. And then they asked the girl. And the girl's like, well, we don't have the caps. I'm like, okay, fine. And then I start walking out. She's like, well, I didn't say we didn't have them. I said I had a check. I go, okay, well, then check. And then she's like, "Yeah, we don't have them." And I'm like, "Yeah," but I was, I felt like I was, I was like impinging on their whole afternoon. I'm like, you know. Well, yeah, you like, disrupted their, they, you disrupted them from just sitting around doing nothing. Yeah. But then, you know, a day later, I, as I was there, and they kicked me out of the store, and I felt like a piece of crap. Mm-hmm. I, I went on Amazon, what I should have done three days ago, yeah. and I bought a set of laces. They were at my house on my front porch. I, I know. Next day for like six dollars, which I couldn't have got it any cheaper. They do it to themselves. They yeah. do it to themselves. No, I know, I know. Yeah. But I, I felt like a minority, and and I they, they just don't don't cater to no. people like me. There was you know kids with you know pants around their yeah, knees and and you know just I was I was a minority. I was like, okay, well maybe I won't be coming back to Woodfield many times. So. Yeah, no, I um, and I know Woodfield's doing one of the one of the better jobs as far as like getting people in there and stuff in the stores because but there there's there're just so few of them. I mean, you know, Brandhurst became a strip center. All these <coughs> places became like another strip center. When Harlem yeah, Irving, they call it a lifestyle center, right? Where they got the yeah. the the mixed the the, the apartments and then they yeah. got like nightclubs or like where I live. Yeah, just like right. where I live. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Exactly. Street to Woodfield. Center. I remember like uh, Holloman Irving Plaza by your old house, you know, it was a strip center and they yeah. couldn't wait to make it into a mall, mall and now they made it back into a strip center. I mean it's just I, and that's I told that to Pauline when we were at Woodfield. I said, you know, I feel like my father and she's like, why? I said, because I remember when, when they built Harlem Irving Mall, because I used to live in on Norwich right there. I said, I remember explicitly when my dad said, we're moving out of Norwich because they made this a mall now. And, I'm, you know, my dad just felt like the clientele at the mall would be was yeah. not what he wanted. So he moved further west. Yeah. And, you know, whatever. That's what he did. So. Yeah. But anyway, and talking about shipping, John. Yes. We got, I got a couple of stories here. And I don't, I don't know if I just don't know how to read them or whatever. So I'm going to read them. I'll read a piece of it. You can tell me what they're saying or if you're noticing the same thing. So basically both these stories, well, here, I'll give you one of them and I can hold this other one, but mm-hmm. uh, Los Angeles Reuters, John, after more than two years of surging demand, the volume of container imports coming through U.S. ports has tumbled sharply, uh, raising questions about where a sector once tracked as a supply chain stress point will hit bottom. Container import volumes across all U.S. ports hit an all-time high in May and pulled back slightly before plunging in August and September. That put the indicator close to the levels last seen in 2019 before the pandemic and a surge in demand for shipments of furniture, clothing, and appliances, according to data tracked by uh, Datamine. So the question is whether the trend line, an indicator of strength of consumption, the wider economy and trade flattens out in the coming months, relieving the source of supply chain, the stress that had driven prices higher, whether the boom turns to an outright bust 
with a potential recession looming, analysts told Reuters. So here, I'll, I'll go one more paragraph here. Goods packed in ocean containers account for roughly 25% of U.S. imports, and many of the purchases made by consumers whose spending fuels as much as 70% of the U.S. Econ economic activity. Volume surged as much as 40% from 2019 levels during the pandemic as retailers re raced to meet soaring demand needs. So basically what they're saying is the supply chain demand, I mean, the, the, the importing demand of these containers just dropped off the shelf considerably. And now they're wondering if it's going to level out and maybe, you know, but that's going to happen. That's why you that's why you raise interest rates. And that's what you want to do when you have inflation. You want people to buy less. So prices stabilize supply and demand. That's why they're raising interest rates. And that's why prices are rising. So you don't buy more and then the prices come down. But they're wondering if this is going to like level out or if this is going to dro keep dropping and turn into a recession. So I guess I'll ask you, what are you seeing? Well, exactly what I said before. And, you know, I'm not a politician and I'm not an economist or anything like that. But basically, you know, they're confusing two things. You're confusing like Americans demand more and Americans want more. <coughs> right. But I said from day one, this demand is not a demand. It's a demand only because of the supply chain. So the supply chain is catching up. Finally, they're right. catching up with the supply right. chain. The demand was a was a fake demand because we couldn't get products. Right. Like I said, when we went to the store, I had to buy three of them because I couldn't get them for four days. So I better just buy three now, freeze them. Right. So you're, you know, and then the toilet paper, same thing, the pandemic, toilet paper. Anyone went out and bought toilet paper? Right. Okay. Right. Well, you have a hundred rolls now. Right, you don't need it for a while. You don't need it for a while. So hey, you're your still dad, working. Your dad would be good for the yeah. rest of it. You're still, yeah. My dad's got a lifetime supply now of, of toilet paper, and he started 10 years ago. Yeah. I mean, so I mean, so this is what I'm saying. The supply change caused the demand. It wasn't, oh, Americans are spending more money, blah, blah, right. Yes, the pandemic, they ordered, but they didn't really order any more than they normally would order. And yes, you did have an right. influx of cash. Right. But right. It, it was basically the supply chain, and you can track it. From when China shut down yeah. to when we shut down and China started. So the supply chain got messed up. Mm -hmm. But the demand was not like, oh, Americans are just buying way too much. No, you don't have chips in the automobiles. So here's what happened now. Same with the automobiles. Everybody, like me included, had to buy my car outright. Well, I'm not going to get rid of my car tomorrow now because right. there's nothing to replace it with. No. And now when the supply of cars does come in, well, I already bought mine. Right. You already bought yours. Now, right. if the if the prices don't come down, I'm not going to trade mine <laughs> in either because they're right. not going to give me nothing. But I had to buy it because right. I needed it. Right. So, yes, I think the supply chain is leveling off because, yeah, now interest rates are high. The economy is – I know it's very strong, according to Mr. Biden, but obviously strong you're a banker. You, you don't – you no. know better than all of us. So, <clears throat> yeah, I mean – you know, I'm not buying any fireworks. They're calling me up, asking me to buy. I'm not buying any fireworks. I'm doing the same thing. No, i got to sit back and watch this explode, you know. Right. Well, it, you just disrupt the system, right? The yeah. system was disrupted. It was going along. Maybe it was tenuous at best, but it was going along as, you know, it was sailing along as, as well as can be expected. But then when you put a bubble in the system or you disrupt yeah. it in any way... Things are going to happen. So now the supply chain's catching back up, but now right. you raise you, you want this inflation. You're trying to you're trying to slow down the supply, 
But the supply was never the issue. The chain was the real issue there. And I think that is what right. was so confusing for a lot of people right. and what caused this big bubble, just right. like the supply and demand of houses. Right. You know? Right. Yeah. So, and so then I guess, am I reading what you're saying correctly, is you don't think this is going to be it's like what they're suggesting here, and it could just be hyperbole to sell more or to get more clicks on Reuters, but you're just you're saying that <coughs> you're saying that you think that this is not really it, it might not turn into a recession. It's just kind of a correction, which is what they're saying. Is this a correction or is it going to be? A no, recession? I think it's going to be a recession. Oh, you think it's going to just? But you think because now the supply <laughs> chain is catching up, and right. the demand was never there to begin with. Oh. And the demand is even less now because you raise all the prices up. Well, you raise the interest rates too. Yeah. And you raise the interest rates. Yeah. Well. So, yeah, no, this is going to be, this is going to be a, to me, it's going to be a big bust because, uh, like I said, another year of this, another, we make it to 4th of July again. I don't see how people are going to really have any money left. Their credit cards are maxed. They're paying $5. Right. I don't even, you know, we got rid of the diesel trucks, but. You know, I'm in Ohio and I'm looking at diesel prices at five something a gallon, five seventy two a gallon. I'm looking at all these trucks going down the road. I mean, look at the money we're paying for domestic freight right now. I right. mean, so um, you know, and the same thing. A guy looking to buy fireworks now, does he really want to order from me now and pay high freight rates to let it sit in his warehouse or he's going to wait to the last minute? Right. Well, Two yeah. years, right. and, you know, Steve Hauser said, no, it's going to change the whole <clears throat> buying strategy. People aren't going to wait to the last minute. Right. Yeah. We did two years of that, and now people are starting to say, yeah, we got plenty of stock. We got plenty of stock. Okay. So they're going to go back to the last-minute buying. You it's, think so? Yeah, because people are people are creatures of habit. Yeah. We bullied them into buying. You know, they were bullied into buying because, you know, just like, I'm not saying I was bullied into buying, but I was in a sense where I better right. buy because I don't know what I'm going to get. But now we know what we're going to get. We're going to get whatever we need, and that's it. All right. Well, you know if you're not there for your customers, they'll go elsewhere. And yeah. then you don't want to give anyone an excuse to go anywhere else. So, yeah, I mean, right now people got merchandise, and people are simply, they're not buying as much. I mean, I mean, I don't know if you've seen, like, Amazon was going nuts building these big buildings, and you notice they're not even using them. I mean, they kind of went right. overboard with these. Oh, we need a warehouse here. We need five warehouses in Illinois. We need, and now... They're pushing off these projects. They don't even. They're not even opening them, nor do they have staff to <coughs> open them. Well, yeah, that's the problem. And I don't know where the people went. I, I don't well, know. The, I, the people like our age or the the, the 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 prime workforce people, men, male, white, whatever it was, I forgot what it was. But there's a lot of them who aren't even looking for jobs. But that's why the the job claims or whatever the job market trends look so good because they're putting on new jobs and there's less unemployment or whatever. But there's just a lot more people not even looking. They're not even looking right. for jobs, exactly. yeah. you know. And then, of course, you know, it's easy to say uh, all these jobs are coming back. Well, you shut down the country for two years, what? Right. and now you're making people come back to the office. Of course it's going to look right. like we're doing yeah. something. Yeah. But, no, the supply chain is catching up to itself, and they better get it back down to zero because when the next wave comes around and the ships do and people do start buying a little more when the economy maybe straightens out, they better be prepared to not get backed up. They should get it down to zero now if they can. Get and we'll down, see what get happens. What down to zero? We'll get down to, to emptying the containers. There shouldn't oh. be fifty ships out there, you know. No, there shouldn't. And, be. It should be very. You yeah. know, it should be. It should be. You know, you should be getting it down with. 
if anything, you're going to get it down with less people now because there's less ships coming in, according to this article. Right. But we're still at 60% workforce. So still right. 40% are not working there at the shipyards. Yeah. So that's still a lot of people. Well, we'll see what happens for Chinese New Year because then the ships will start sailing. Hopefully they can catch up during then, and we'll see what happens. But. I, don't yeah, know. I hope so. I hope so. But and like you said, you're just gonna you're gonna chill. Just the wait. End. Yep. Just wait it out. Wait, wait. You know what? It's, it's Halloween, and we forgot to put our little Halloween music. Oh there. yeah. Let's, let's get some Halloween music there. All right. There you go. We got a little background Halloween. So I got a I got an email off of our YouTube channel. Uh, we put a lot of unboxings out there lately. Yeah. Uh, remember a bunch of them we did when we were in Fargo over July. Mm-hmm. So uh, the one that I opened up was COVID Destroyer. Oh yeah. Get some Exorcist. That's better. Oh yeah. I don't have it on the screen. I just, we can hear it. That's all. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> um, My face is just get, getting over to tingling from the earlier show. Yeah, it sounds loud there. That's better. All right. Look. Okay. So we unboxed uh, COVID Destroyer, John. Yes. And I remember you said, we, we hurry up, get this one open, and we got to get it back on the shelf. You're running out of them. Yeah. So anyway, so we got, a, we got a response from Tom Hansen. He said, looks decent, but there used to be some really great 12-shot, 2-inch tube cakes that are getting harder to find and are watered down, like Super Stunt and Sharpshooter by Big, my personal favorite. So... Uh, super stunt and sharpshooter. Do you do you have those, right? Super stunt I used to carry. I'm not sure if I had it last year or not. It's a window product. Sharpshooter, I don't know who makes that one. I'm not sure about that one. Well, I think I got a picture of it. Hold on. Yeah. Which one am I looking for? Sharpshooter? Uh, sharpshooter. Super stunt we carried for many years. That's a, a, a window item. And uh, there are some really good, uh, you know, there were some very good two-inch uh, shots, but Maybe they have changed. There's Sharpshooter. That's what it looks like. Yeah, see that certified black label? I'm not sure who that, you know, somebody's okay. private label. Okay, so you don't have those. No, uh-uh. I got Super Stunt. Yep. Yeah, yeah, I've seen that one yeah, on the show. Yeah, so. mm. Super Stunt and then the skier one, too, was always a good one. The jumping skier or something like that oh, okay. by Windup. That's another good one. So, so you, you stand by Super Stunt? That's yep. a good one? that's a good okay. one. Yeah. yeah, so apparently this guy... He's, he's saying that. Have you noticed, though, that uh, they're getting harder to find or getting watered down? Uh, I don't know. It's about harder to find. Uh, we always had a good supply of them because I like them. I push them more than a three inch because it's very it's very <coughs> hard to tell the difference between a two inch, a good two inch, and a two and a half inch is, is the real size of the three inch. So it's very hard to determine. And with the nine, with the nine on the board and the freight cost and all that, I just did not think they were a good value for the money, so I kind of steered people away from them, pushing them more to 12-shot, like Kiss to Death and different ones like that, which you get four in a case. Ah, there you go. Okay. That's what I tell Pauline all the time. There's not much difference between two and a half and three inches. No. <laughs> two and a half inch and two inch. Don't even, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, two and two and a half. Wow, wow, wow. That, that's, that's just wrong. All right. So Let's do... Uh, We'll do some news, John. Fireworks news. Get your fireworks news here. Johnny Starr and Ron the Banker hot off the press. Fireworks news from all across the world. (laughs) Oh, I like this one. Sounds like he's cold. It's very cold. He's gasping for air. Sounds like he's shivering. 
Sounds like me in the winter time. When you're not in Cabo. Yeah. Well, this one. All right, here's some news, John. I feel like this is not news, but somebody decided to make it news. And, um, Orange County, Florida, Epcot. Fireworks barge catches fire after Epcot's harmonious show. A fireworks launch platform at Epcot caught fire on Friday night after the park's nighttime show, Harmonious. Mm -hmm. The fire was contained to the fireworks platform and was extinguished, according to Disney. None of the show's barges or platforms were impacted, and no injuries were reported. Some guests who were in the park during the incident shared videos and pictures of the fire on social media. I feel like this probably happens more often than you would than you would know, but now with social media and stuff, people see it and they think it's like a big deal. But I'm sure Disney pays a lot for their fireworks and they have professional. And it's contained to a barge, number one. And even if you look at a fireworks show that we do, uh, look, I mean, just for instance, like the shows you see at NFA and PGI, uh, especially yeah. because yeah, PGI does. So there, how many times would we say, okay, we got to put out some small fires, and then we're going to resume the show. I mean, it happens. And more and more, I'm seeing it in the Class C market. Uh, these cakes are just, you know, on fire after they go off because of the wood that they put in it right. and everything else that they made us right, put in. Right, right. Now we're seeing a lot more fires. Yeah, but, I mean, when but we... it's that's, you know, I'm sure that was a little bit different. But like I say, they're used to that. I'm sure that's nothing new at Disney World, uh, having, a, having a fire on the barge, on the launch platform. All right. Yeah. yeah, and when you do your dealer show, there's what we yeah. got guys standing there. We got Bob, the, Bob the fireman. We got Bob the fireman. Today's there. today's Bob's birthday. Oh, you might want to text. I him. better text him that. Yeah, text him and say, "Hey, Bob, happy birthday." Yeah, I talked to him uh, earlier, and then I had to hang up from him. Oh, and, he's uh, gonna be like, "Man, that John, he talked to me today and didn't even wish me happy." Well, birthday. no, I not today. I didn't talk to him. I talked to him early, and I said, "Well, happy early birthday." There you go. But. Uh, yeah, so I'm going to do, um, he sent me a bunch of pictures of his deck, so I'm going to do a happy birthday out to Bob. <coughs> oh, yeah, he sent me those pictures. Happy so. birthday, big boy. All righty, there you go. I think that was his girlfriend's deck. Yeah, it has girlfriend's deck. He rebuilt that one, and then, um, yeah. So here's, here's another one I would chalk up to social media, and you were just in Ohio. This is Akron, Ohio. Just in Akron, yeah. Were you in Akron? No, no. Anyone in Akron, this is uh, the Akron Beacon Journal. Bob respondents. Yeah, I said it. thank you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Anyone in the Akron area is still wondering what the fireworks were all about Wednesday night? They were from a private 50th birthday celebration at the University of Akron's Infocision Info Stadium. The University of Akron Fire Department confirmed that the fireworks were part of a private event at the stadium. The party's organizers had permission to put on the fireworks display, which was monitored on site by a member of the Akron Fire Department who was a fireworks specialist. Again, of course. I think that it's just. You know, it's social media. People are blowing up the social media. And yeah. it's a, I mean, I'd like to be rich enough where I can rent out a stadium for my 50th birthday party. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah, well, they probably, you know, all these things, every time they hear fireworks, they think of gunshots because, obviously, that's what is going on lately. So uh, I think that's why a lot of stuff goes on social media. Hey, is there right. a fireworks show going right. on? Because I'm just hearing a bunch of explosions, you know. Right. Well, they're thinking it's the worst-case scenario. Yeah, right. exactly. Yeah, yeah. So same thing here. This one is uh, from San Francisco. People in the San Francisco and East Bay heard the booming of fireworks, and some had the pleasure of watching an impromptu show over Treasure Island Wednesday night. It was for the filming of a movie. Yeah. So they're filming a movie in Treasure Island. Where is Treasure Island? I was in San Francisco. I, I, don't, know I don't know where Treasure Island is. I mean, so. I know where the bridge is, and I know where, like, uh, Fisherman's Wharf is. Yeah. But anyway, so there was more of that. So... People are just uh, hearing fireworks. Yeah, social media kind of explodes. Every every story, uh, what did my mom used to say? Don't turn a 
uh, a mountain into a molehill or something? Well, yeah, yeah, uh, make a mountain out of a molehill. Make a mountain out of a molehill, yes, and that's exactly what they're doing, yes. So, and here's a story here about low emission fireworks. We they had some of those at uh, <coughs> NFA, didn't they have? Well, them low emission green? or quiet? No, the, well, the quiet. Yeah, we know. We talked to Steve at length about those, but the low emission meaning like the green fireworks. Um, oh, what the, the vice president of NFA? What's his name? Um, the second guy that sat with us, Ed. Ed. Ed mm-hmm. was talking about those. Uh, they're like green fireworks. They yeah. less less smoke or whatever. Low emission fireworks, free of harmful chemicals. And producing minimum sound. Oh, I guess they are low sound. Yeah. Become a favorite of customers. This Diwali. Diwali is like yeah. right now. Yeah. yeah, Diwali's going on right now. Say traders selling crackers in the retail markets here on Sunday, a day before Diwali. They are of the view that a majority of the manufacturers are preferring to display on the packaging of the firecrackers the information that these are green crackers and contain less pollutants and produce less noise. So... That could be a thing coming here. I mean, we talked about it at NFA, so you're going to have less noise, less pollution. I, I, First of all, I can't see less noise out of a firecracker because there's no reason to buy a firecracker other than noise. Uh, I can see less noise on aerials and fountains, which I'm a big fan of quiet fountains because I'm so sick of crackle. Right. But um, and, and like you say, I'm a, a big fan of some really nice, pretty horse tails and none of this boom, 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 boom stuff. But... Right. Uh, but that you're talking about probably two percent, and uh, but as far as a firecracker, if you don't uh, want, uh, it's like uh, it's like I went to Portillo's and they had a they had a all vegetable hot dog. Yeah, 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 I saw that. Okay, well, <clears throat> why make it look like a hot dog? I mean, don't make it look like a hot dog. If if you're gonna eat a hot dog, eat a hot dog. Well, well, some people might still want to feel like they're eating a hot dog, but they don't want to eat the meat. Right? Granted, but it, I don't even know, but I don't understand why you want to look like a hot dog. Well, it might taste like a hot dog. Uh, I don't know. It's not. Something no tells meat. me, whatever, if you put ketchup, mustard, or no, I hate ketchup on a hot dog. If you put mustard and relish and, and onions, tomato and, and sweet peppers, I mean, it's going to taste like a hot dog. Yeah, you don't even know what you're eating. But Right. Well, that's so, what those impossible burgers and all that stuff, why make it look like a burger? I mean, it's like. Yeah. Well, I, mean, I could see, like, you know, something flat, like, look like a steak, whatever, to eat it, but. My point is, when it comes to a firecracker, there's no reason to buy a firecracker unless you're yeah. looking for noise. I mean, you know, right. you're looking right. for boom, boom, boom. I mean, that's right. the only thing that's no. There, a firecracker brings nothing to the table, almost like <laughs> I should say about like the Greeks, like the Greeks. But anyways, uh, I wasn't gonna go that way. But I was, you know, <laughs> the firecracker brings nothing to the table other than audible sound. It's a fl- and some of them are flash crackers. Yeah, but I mean audible sounds. I mean, and you know, and then yeah, right. that little flash, white flash. But right, uh, you know, a strip of firecrackers you want to light so people can hear them. You know, <laughs> right, 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 right. If, if you don't, if you want to light a firecracker that doesn't have sound, wouldn't you just get a smoke ball? <laughs> yeah, right. But these these firecrackers are supposedly better for the environment. Yeah. So I mean, and but they're less make less sound. But again. Like you said, we, we did an unboxing of those hand grenades. It just went live the other day. Mm-hmm. I mean, why not buy those little things? Right? Yeah, I mean, I mean, some people like the, the larger firecrackers that are even louder. Louder, yeah. yeah so I, I don't know. But I can, I, see, I can I, see the quiet in the fountains yeah, and cakes. But. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> are, so are you, like, sticking up for hot dogs? You think, like, people are appropriating the, you know, like, do you ever hear, like, people appropriating, like, they don't like certain people cook Mexican food because you're appropriating their culture? You think... 
people are appropriating hot dog uh, look, looks, right? Well, are you sticking up for the hot dog industry? What are you doing? Okay, so here's... I'm, a, I'm up for hot dogs. I say, screw kielbasa. What do you... Okay, so here's, here, here's how I'm going to put it. You're trying to pass off a veggie thing right. and make it look like a hot dog. is just as bad as our buddies over at Phantom and TNT Ooh. making a rocket that just sits in the bottle and smokes. <laughs> or, yeah. All you're trying to do is fool the customer. So right, right. now I walk up, right. oh, wow, that hot dog's only $1.20. I'll get that one. Little do I know it's all made out of vegetables. It's not even nothing to do with a hot dog. Does Phantom really have a rocket that just yeah. sits in the bottle? smoke rocket, yeah. They put it in everything because... You know, but you, it doesn't go in the air. No, no, well, it's, it's just not sits a rocket. There. Uh, it's not a rocket. It's, it's a rocket. It's, it's not a, a rocket. It's made it to. It's air. made it look like a rocket, so people think they're getting something. But then when they get it home, it's like, "Oh, mom, look at that rocket!" And then mom's like, "Okay," and then it sits in the bottle and smokes. And then you know, but that's that's what you can do when you don't have to deal with the end user. Well, right. Well, yeah. A yeah. rocket that doesn't go in the air is a yeah. lawn ornament. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, and and that, that's my point. You don't you don't right. need a rocket that smokes. You can just have a smoke bomb to smoke. Right. Well, and a little kid might like the. Well, they're smoke. trying to pass it off as something that it's not. So you're trying to pass off a hot dog, which is a vegetable. Might as well just make a little leaf. Yeah. Well, so yeah, but I'm a hot dog lover, so I'm not going to defend the vegetable. Are. I know you are. hot dog. Portillo's have they changed? Has the hot dogs changed? They're pretty snappy today, I'll tell you that. Yeah, they're, you know, yeah, they're just no snappy. Like they they don't they don't cook them. They're not cooked long enough. Sometimes you oh, go there okay. and they're perfect. And well, our times, really um, no, it wasn't really busy. So I was surprised, you know. But just yeah. you know, sometimes they forget to put them in, then they do put them in. But you would think of all people like Portillos would actually have a timer on that. Yeah, they should taste consistent all the time. You would think, but oh well. You would think, but I mean, they're boiling them, so they're figuring, yeah. yeah, they're just trying to time it. And then the, they always say when it floats to the top, it's dumb, but it's it's really not. It's snappier, and then you let it right. sit for a while, and right. then it's you know okay. much better. Yeah. All right. But I'm a hot dog lover, and I eat mine plain, so I know what the hot dog tastes like. You do eat yours, yeah. Plain. So yeah, I like mustard and some relish, some onions. Yeah, so you could, like I say, you might be able to pass off this vegetable dog and not even know it. Yeah, yeah. you would think it was you would you would you would say, oh, this must not be Vienna. You know, but you would right, never know right. that it's probably a vegetable dog. Every once in a while, I'll get a taste for a good Portillo's hot dog. But, yeah. And I had a couple the other day. But, um, but yeah, I have to get I just get it with no salt. Yeah. I go to Rand Dog. Like when they put salt no. on. They put that celery salt. Yeah, no. It's like, why am I salting things? Yeah, I go to Rand Dog. Rand Dog's like the equivalent of Gene and Jude's only consistent. Oh, okay. And it's well, that sounds fantastic. Great. Yeah. Right. Takes in some business away, I'm sure. Last news story, John. This is Honolulu. Uh USCG, United States Coast Guard, partners uh-huh. seized nearly 3 million of fireworks in Honolulu. On Wednesday, September 28th, the United States Coast Guard reported that they confiscated nearly 3 million unpermitted fireworks in the port of Honolulu. Wow. Uh, USG officials and partners inspected 83 hazardous and general cargo containers at five different locations throughout the Honolulu Harbor. Nine containers that were improperly shipped were detained due to structural damage and undeclared hazardous materials, officials said. The U.S. Coast Guard then checked 495 transportation workers' credentials and scanned the entire port of Honolulu for radiation and weapons of mass destruction. I think we're going a little bit yeah, now. Yeah. We're, we're worried about weapons of mass destruction as there's fireworks. Partner agencies then discovered a 13,500-pound shipment of unpermitted fireworks estimated to be valued at around $2.7 million dollars. 
Wow, $2.7 million. Where did they get those figures at? That's what they're saying. Fireworks were safely handled and shipped back to the mainland. The fireworks have been professionally destroyed at a disposal facility. Hawaii relies on products, food supply, and many other items imported by domestic and international supply chains. The United States Coast Guard and other government agencies administer constant inspections of cargo to prevent disasters and maintain standards. That's good. Yeah. There you go. $2.7 million. Wow. Well, I guess someone's not going to have their aerial show in Honolulu. Yeah. So what in, in, in Hawaii, it's um, you can do ground stuff, right? Um, yeah. I think on the in Honolulu, it's just firecrackers. Um, and then on the other islands, I think it's uh, it's all uh, like fountains and firecrackers and stuff like that. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Well, let's but, do what? Yeah. Are you going to nope. No. All right. Let's do a let's do a fun one. You ready, John? <clears throat> yes. All right, we'll do fake quotes, and this is our Halloween version. All right. All right. I just keep I'm looking. Look- I just keep looking. Oh. Better oh, okay. To make sure we're. Still you got. Recording. Yeah, you got me turning my head, but that's all right. No. If, you, if, if I need you to look up. Yeah. Yeah. Cue me up on that one. Ready, John? Yeah, I'm ready. Born ready. That right. guy scares me. You know, like this one? Shut the lights, I can get it. All right, John, I got four quotes here. All right. But these, keeping with the Halloween theme, these are quotes, these are famous quotes from Hallow- um, horror movies. Mm-hmm. All right. First one, John. Oh, no tears, please. It's a waste of good suffering. That's a good line. That's a good line, yeah. Next one. To die, to be really dead, that must be glorious. All right? Mm -hmm. That's a good one. Here's another one. Movies don't create psychos. Movies make psychos more creative. Oh, I believe that one. You think so? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Last one. Psychos don't explode when sunlight hits them. I don't give an F how crazy they are. All right, so Mm -hmm. these are four quotes from... Very popular horror movies, all right? Okay. I'm going to put these out in no particular order. I'm going to let you see them. You know who this guy is? Hellraiser. Hellraiser, no. One of those quotes was from him, Hellraiser, 1987. Okay. Dracula. Okay. What year is that? 1931. You know this guy, Scream? Oh, yeah, Scream, Uh uh-huh. What year is that? 96? 96, yeah. And here's the last one. Yeah, I don't think you've ever seen this one. This is another 96. From from Dust- oh, yeah, Dust Till Dawn. I George see Clooney. George Clooney. I love yeah. that movie. That's not really that scary of a movie. No, no, it's not scary. But All right. Yeah, so, he had an exhausting day. He, yeah. he had, like, the nights I usually have. In Cabo. Yeah, in Cabo, yeah. In yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So, anyway, Josh, so there, there you go. So, we got those four quotes. Once again, oh, no tears, please. It's a waste of good suffering. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe that'll just be the name of this podcast. <laughs> yeah. To die, to be really dead, that must be glorious. Mm-hmm. Movies don't create psychos. Movies make psychos more creative. Mm-hmm. Psychos don't explode when sunlight hits them. I don't give an F how crazy they are. So, yes. okay. And we got Hellraiser, Dusk Until Dawn, Dracula, and Scream. So why don't we go, uh, how do you want to do this? We'll go first with Hellraiser. Which one do you think? Hellraiser? Well, why don't we do it from the ones I know? All right, let's do the ones you know. So okay, so from dusk to dawn, I'm going to say cycles don't explode when sunlight yeah, hits them. 
Yeah, that's right. That that was an easy one. I, I I took for granted that you didn't know you didn't see this movie. Yeah, but this is the one with the, well, with the I vampires. Just, it makes sense because yeah. George Clooney and the vampires. Okay, so yeah, so that one you got that one. So now you got three yeah. left. Okay, so I'm gonna say this one now: to die, to really be dead, that must be glorious. That'd be Dracula, 1931. Very, that's very an old good. saying. That's an old saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's that, an old there saying. There you go. This, this so thing. now leads me to the two hardest one. Oh, no tears, please. It's a waste of good suffering. So because Scream is more of a funny movie, I'm going to say that Scream said that. Scream said what? Oh, no tears, please. It's a waste of good suffering. Okay. And, and then you think I'm going to think Hellraiser said movies don't create psychos. Movies make psychos more creative. Oh, no. You're at two for two. You're two for four. No, you got these reversed. Reverse. Scream. Remember Scream? They were talking to the one guy was talking about how horror movies influence people. So that's what he Oh, said. okay. Yes. Yeah. So I didn't really yeah. see the movie Scream because yeah. once again, I don't watch scary movies. Yeah. Well, this, yeah. And this, yeah. This one, he, in Scream, he said movies don't create psychos. Movies make psychos more creative. And then Hellraiser. This is, I wouldn't recommend this for you. This is a freak. This freak. This movie freaks me out. Oh, right. Well, if it this freaks you out, then it would, yeah. It would this is Pinhead here, the guy with all the pins. Yeah, with the head. pins. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he so, said, oh, no tears, please. It's a waste of good stuff. Yeah, suffering. he's, yeah. That, I, that shows you, like, the. the and the, he the looks like a guy. Is, yeah, he looks yeah. like a guy. I should have, yeah, I should have really blown that, but I was on yeah. a good, I was on no, a good roll. Yeah, I had the first two. Yeah, yeah I had the yeah, first yeah. two. So good. anyway, you were two for four. That's not bad. You just had those two reverse, please. Yeah. That's good. I like that one. That's a fun I movie. should just live my life in reverse and I'd be fine. <laughs> right, now, that famous quote was from where? We'll live my life in reverse and I'd be fine? Yeah. I don't know. Who said That's that? a, a Seinfeld episode. I oh, should really? just do everything in reverse, Jerry. All right. All right. Well, yeah. Then what, didn't they do? They had the, 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 what did they call it? The one where everything was backwards. The uh, bizarro. Jerry. Oh yeah, but I think like that's that. A, that comes from Superman. That's actually a, a, a superhero thing. There was a super bizarro world in Superman where like everything was reversed. Oh okay, yeah. And, and I I might be completely wrong because I don't yeah. I don't know much about superheroes, but I think that was like a whole Superman. Movie. I know that was a dumb uh, movie. I just watched it uh, in in its entirety. Uh, the uh, Superman versus Batman. You know, it was a dumb, dumb. Movie. Oh okay, yeah. All right, Just throwing that out there. All right, you said you went to a T-shirt store. Yes. And you got some ideas for some... Well, I looked around. I didn't get any ideas there, yeah. And I was actually thinking about inspiration for labels, so that's funny how you brought that up. So Mm -hmm. I I looked online, and I got the five most popular slot machines in Vegas. Oh. So uh, let's look at the five most popular slot machines. There's the first one. Megabucks. Look at that logo, Megabucks. Do you think that would be good for a fireworks label? Uh, We have a cake already called Megabucks. Do we really? Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. Does it look like that? Uh, Nope, but it's got like a bunch of... Quarters and you know, like a bunch of change. Oh, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Mega Bucks. So, who makes the fireworks? Mega. I think uh, Miracle makes Mega Bucks. Mir- Miracle. So, I wonder if I'm thinking Mega Bucks the the slot machine came first, or Mega Bucks the the, <laughs> the slot player. machine came first. <laughs> <laughs> you think so? Yeah, I guarantee it. <laughs> right. You might have had me on. You might have. You might stump me on some quotes, but you're not going to stump me on that one. Next one, John, Monte Carlo. Monte, yeah, I love Monte that, Carlo. Well, that's actually, I like those colors. I like that yeah. blue, how it gets lighter and yeah. darker at the bottom, mm-hmm. and it's got the uh, roulette wheel. So that might not be a bad logo. Yeah, that's a good logo. Bad I label. like that bad, bad label. label. Yeah, yeah, good yeah, label. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like so that label. Go. Got an idea. We, we make that a mm-hmm. nice, uh, nice. it's got some nice real estate on mm-hmm. the label. Yep. All right. Well, that's a good one. Let's go to the next one. Yeah, Monte Carlo, and then throw some quotes like from James Bond on there. There you go. Yeah. This one is 
small. What does it say? Mega, Mega Moolah. Mega Moolah. It's a lion. <clears throat> I didn't check the size before I put that on there, but that's like a lion. Mm-hmm. I mean, what do you think? You think that would be? Is that a, is that a cake already? Well, you know, some people made those big uh, one-one cakes and they put on there, you know, like hundred-dollar bills and all that. I try to take the money away from fireworks. When you say Mega Moolah, just people are gonna, to me, they're gonna say, "All right, yeah, you're right. This is too much money for this thing." So, yeah, I'm trying to take the money away from the, <clears throat> like, you know, light up a $100 bill. You know, you're, you're basically, to me, you're like, ha-ha, this is fun, but I got you to buy this $100, you know. Right, yeah, you don't want to remind them that they're paying you yeah. big money for this. Stuff. Yeah, no, let them just go home in peace and <laughs> light it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It'd be like going to the doctor's office and they they give you home a you know. A, well, it's like the it's like the it's like something. the IT guy that comes in and he's like with a smile on his face. He's happy. He's like, oh, you got a virus. I mean, could you imagine if your doctor did that? Oh, you got cancer. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I got bad news for yeah. you. Yeah. All right, here's another one. Wheel of Fortune. Is there? I feel like there is a fireworks Wheel of Fortune. Is there? Uh, yeah, I just lost fifty bucks in it yesterday. What do you mean? I, I played Wheel of Fortune. Uh, oh, a slot machine. Slot but machine. I mean, is lost. there a fireworks uh, Wheel of Fortune? Would you mm. make a fire? Would, I'm, I'm sure that they would come after you. There, there'd be some uh, cease yeah. and desist. Yeah, I'm coming sure there would be. You uh, couldn't really use that, but I mean, Wheel of Fortune is yeah. a nice little logo there. Yeah, Wheel of Fortune. Yeah, I couldn't there get that. We will spend. Here's the last one. Piggy, piggy banking. Pig, piggy banking. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the last one I got. Piggy banking. I, piggy bacon almost would be good. Well, yeah, I was gonna say it should, it should line up with the sky bacon uh, yeah, line sky up bacon there. Guys. Yeah. Piggy banking. What do you think about piggy that bacon? One, yeah, that's yeah. okay. Yeah. Well, so out of all these, we think Monte Carlo will be the best one for a label. For me, I do. <clears throat> yeah. mm-hmm. If you're gonna, I was thinking that the other day. If you're gonna do a label, uh, something to theme it with kudzu, what would you call it? Uh, the attack of the kudzu, the attack of the kudzu. or kudzu, kudzu attacks, kudzu's revenge. Yeah, kudzu's revenge. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. something. Yeah, something kudzu. Yeah, got to do something kudzu. Got to do something kudzu. All right, all right. Here's a story, John. This one will get you in a good mood. Cabo. This was October 23rd. This is um, from Forbes. Mm. Los Cabos, Mexico hits record tourism numbers. Here's yeah. why. So you're, you're experiencing this? Yeah. The Cabo's doing well. But it costs like... Arm and a leg to get there. It costs $1,000 to fly there from Chicago. Yeah, yeah, I know. And that's like without luggage. Pauline told me, I, we went out for Sweetest Day a couple weeks ago. We we're at Serenello's. We're having such a good time. And then, you know, she's And then talking, the bill came? Well, well the bill, yeah, the bill <laughs> yeah. came. But she's talking about going to... Cabo because we you and I go every November yeah. and we do all our paperwork and then she's like she well we're sitting there having this nice dinner she wants to go price it I'm like why are you gonna ruin the dinner yeah why don't I, ruin the dinner yeah it was like almost two thousand dollars for and it's not like I'm flying first class I mean yeah. it's just a normal flight crazy <laughs> Los Cabos is located on the southern tip of Maha of Mexico's Baja uh, California we know that let's see uh Rodrigo Espinoza, Espando, Managing Director of the Los Cabos Tourism Board about travels and changing demographics of Los Cabos Traveler. Uh, Los Cabos not only has recovered 100% of all of its travel active in 2021, but is on track to achieve a remarkable growth. Year to date, the U.S. market has presented a record growth. Let me turn this down. Yeah. Uh, U.S. market has presented a record growth of almost 15% in arrivals when compared to 2019, with over 2.8 million visitors in 2021, 
and record growth of 47% in visitation from the U.S. during the first six months of 2022 compared to the same time in 2021. Los Cabos has established itself as a preferred travel destination for U.S. travelers. Yeah, we'll see. Once you take the COVID restriction off, then, you know, people feel more comfortable going there. That was a, a bad thing that kind of slowed, slowed <clears throat> up there. Yeah, so, and here they say, <clears throat> excuse me, the destination's fast recovery can be attributed to two important factors. One is people's desire to travel and to experience new activities. And Land's End Coffee Shop. In a safe and secure environment. <clears throat> to that end, Lands, uh, Los Cabos has been the choice to loyal and repeat visitors. Uh, yeah. You go there once, you be there twice. Yeah. Due to the destination's quick response to the pandemic. Additionally, <coughs> Los Cabos has been a preferred destination for new travelers looking for destinations in close proximity to the U.S., with personalized experiences in the that would guarantee a level of confidence during the current travel turmoil. So basically, they're saying it's close to U.S. And, yeah, uh, it is so true. Uh, Sammy Hagar got it right. You go there once, you be there twice. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of loyal uh, people now. You know, uh, it's the third destination in uh, in Mexico, the third most popular destination. Yeah, we talked about it. Yeah, last Mexico time. City, and then uh, Cancun, and then Cabo San Lucas. Yeah, I mean it is. It's a great place yeah. to go, and and uh, now you got Lands End Coffee there, so you should go there. Definitely must stop there. Oscar's got some new T-shirts. I still like ours better. I uh, yeah. Well, I like I like mine better. Um, yours is good because I think, and I don't even see yours out on the shelf. So, and I I know they're not going to be sold out. I I sent a text message. <laughs> I said I don't think those are sold out. Where's the green ones? But we need to somehow display them like they do in a T-shirt shop, somewhere where right. you can actually see it. You know, right. Um, I like uh, Ostrich t-shirts. They're a little bit uh, like almost like superhero writing almost. Yeah, yeah. A little, like, a little uh, more like oh. um, sophomoric or not as... Um, yeah. Not as... Uh, sophomoric might be the bad word. Just just more, a little less formal. Yeah, I mean, but they, yeah. they look good and yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. they look good on the employees. I actually think, though, <laughs> the, the best one is... Really, the white one with the logo is it's very bright when you like when you see the employees wearing them. It, it looks uh, very professional on them. It looks very nice and bright colors and uh -huh. makes you you know cheery. It's morning, you know. So right. I, I like mine. Uh, the better ones. I I brought out some blue ones. I think. Oh no, maybe I didn't bring them down. They're supposed to go down there, but we'll see. I got those made with the logo on front and the back. Okay. So we'll see how that goes. But um, yeah, you know, we you know you you got to kind of have a little consistency there. You know, you. We got a bunch, of, yeah. You got a bunch of different designs. Yeah, but it, you know, Whatever. but it's fine because you know you never know who's, uh, you know. Cabo is a big tourist town, so yeah. you go through. I mean, and that's what I mean. You gotta have, you gotta have t-shirts out there. Uh, we're going round and round with the ever branded, everything branded people. Uh, big company. Tell you how I do forty thousand customers and growing. Okay. And uh, so we're going round and round with ever branded over these the floatable keychains. Well, you have them, yeah. You yeah, well, we, we had them, we sold them, then yeah. I reordered them in April, and then I paid for them, and then I forget about them, and then I sent many emails. Oh, wait, that's right, to floatable keychains. And we're still Where going around and around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, supposedly they got delivered to the office. and To the office in here in Chicago? office in Chicago, and they wouldn't sign for them, which I already talked oh, to the lady. Okay. She says they sign for anything unless the... People say the shipper. Yeah, shipper says, "Well, no, we need the actual person." Um, I don't know. We've got our things delivered to the office, and it's been fine. Yeah. So, yeah. um, 
so basically what happened was the keychains got sent back to the factory and were destroyed. Right. So if you can't get a signature, call me up on the telephone or send me an email saying, hey, we tried to deliver. Right. You know, did you, did you try and deliver during company time, you know, during uh, normal right. work hours? Right. So uh, the ever-branded people are going to get a really bad Yelp review if they don't Uh-oh. make this if they don't make this right. And then we're going to talk more about it on the podcast. But the bottom line is when you you send several emails, hey, what's the status? I might order. No one gets back to you. Hey, what's the status? And then the girl says, okay, I don't know what happened to you. Let me check the tracking number, and I'll get back to you on Tuesday. And then she never gets back oh, to you. How hard is it to check a tracking number? And then, and then you send them another email, and nobody gets back to you. Right. And the funny thing is, and then you forget, because I am busy, and I'm running a lot of different stuff, so I forget. So the funny thing was the guy called me okay. up on the telephone. Uh-huh. To ask me how pleased I was oh, there with you the go. shipment. Yeah, that's always a bad with thing. the shipment, and why am I not ordering again or anything he may can help me with? I'm like, well, you can help me first by getting me the shipment that I never got. Right. So I sent, and then he said, well, that girl, she she quit, she left. Her well, Jasmine that's not your left. Fault. Okay. Yeah. So he said, can you send me all that email correspondence? I says certainly. So luckily, I'm an email hoarder. And boom, boom, I, I boom. Hate well, I do too, but I'm glad I did. This, I mean, I do go back two years and then get back to one year. You know, I always keep a year in advance, oh, a okay. year in the back, in rears. So, anyways, I went back, forwarded them all their emails, and I said, "Listen, I don't know, but I really need these keychains. They sell good. We're going into the Bisbee tournament. We need these floatable keychains. It's a cool little item, and people buy them. So, and it shows how I paid for them and everything like that. And then." That guy, Donovan, says, I'll get back to you. I'm going to work on this, and I'm bringing it to my team, you know. And they said, well, then he told me they got delivered, blah, blah, blah. And they got destroyed. Well, why would you destroy them, number one? You paid for them. Yeah, and pick right. up. But pick right. up the phone. Right, just pick up pick the up phone. Pick up the phone or send me an email. It's funny, you can pick up a phone to ask me for a new business, but you can't pick, me up, pick up a phone to say, hey, someone didn't sign for these. <coughs> Excuse me. So now... I call up again, or they call me up, and I said, what's going on with the order? I need these keychains done. Well, uh, Donovan's no longer working for us. I go, that was two weeks ago. <laughs> I mean, I go, how, do you, how many employees do you guys go through? I said, you got 40,000 new customers or 40,000 employees. I don't know what's worse, but right, anyways, right. <laughs> so I says, all I need to do is get these going again. What do we need to do? We know what you did. What do we need to do now? Right, you know, right, right. and it seems like they want to charge me another three hundred dollars, and that's where I'm going to draw the line and say you're ever branded company. You're a big company. I think in this instance, because you destroyed them without even a phone call, without even answering an email, and you see my email thread. Right. I'm not paying another three hundred dollars for these for these keychains. And no, nor should you have to. Yeah, and it's, and, it's, and it's going to go all over Yelp, and it's going to go all over every social media. Right. I mean, you just don't destroy someone without letting people know, and, and not, especially over a signature. And I talked to the girl there. Right. She says, I would sign anything. Right. Well, right. Well, of course. I mean, they, we've, they, I mean it's a big building. They receive well, it's packages. Your it's, a sh- it's, it's, an, it's an office <coughs> space. She's your secretary, it's yes. essentially. Yes. Yeah, she can sign for herself. So there's no reason, but like I say, for some odd reason, 
they didn't leave it, but then pick up the phone and call somebody. And that that's what their biggest problem is. You know, nobody wants, but yet they'll call for new business, which I find amazing. Yeah. Yeah. You know, same thing happened with my passport. When oh, I had a problem with the passport, yeah. when yeah. I when I left a bad Yelp review, they called me up, and then they found out, oh, well, your passport's here. The picture's no good. Pick up the phone. Tell me your picture's no good. <laughs> yep. Yeah. yeah, craziness. But well, and you were in Mexico City at Oscar's wedding. Our buddy Oscar, our very, very, very. I, I I keep wondering to myself, is Oscar just really that nice, or is like does Louis have some spell over him? Because Oscar, he picks up Louis from the airport, he drives Louis around, and, and I. I keep wondering, but I'm like, man, oh man, Oscar's getting married and he's helping Louie out. Louie was in Mexico City with you as well. Yeah. It must have been fun. It was fun and it was a great, great. I saw the pictures. Top notch wedding. Yeah. Um, it looked great. And, you know, I mean, I'm not tooting my own horn or nothing, but I'm just saying that there's very few people out there that can do ceremonies for 13 hours, but Johnny Stark can. You so, were, you you held in there for the whole time. Whole time, I would Louis, not. Louis bailed on you. Louis bailed. Took my dad home. I, I got and, news uh, for you. I don't know if I would have been able to hang for thirty. No, 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 no. The, the average male couldn't, and, and I understand. <laughs> but uh, so, um, but I just said, hey, you know what? I want to be there for my buddy. And there's, I come all the way from Chicago to Mexico City, and they're like, um, there's no way I would ever leave early. I left late, but I will have to say, Ron, that. I never felt so much appreciation for showing up at a wedding. Louis said that too. He said everybody was super nice to him. People came up to me and, yeah. oh, I heard you're Johnny. They were talking to me. They all spoke very good English. Most of everybody did. Right. The, the you know, groom's father and mother, I, I uh -huh. know them. Yeah. And they just couldn't have been more happy that I was there and more impressed that my dad at his age of 87 made it. Uh, so oh, so very happy that um, the 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 um, bride's father just came over several times to our table. Even when I wasn't there, talked to my dad, really? there talking to him. You know, uh, how, how did Poppy like Mexico? City? Oh, he loved it. You know, yeah. and um, so you know we had a little time to kill. So we he did a little bit of walking on his own. I walk a little bit faster and did some walking on my own. But I stayed in a really a cool area. I always stay in. So <coughs> it was fun. And then because the uh, we got a nice 45-minute Uber drive from the church to the venue. Wow. So you got to see a lot of Mexico City oh, in that car nice. ride. Yeah, so that yeah, was good. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, yeah, it was very nice. The reception, the church was at 12, ended at 1. Uber ride got us there at quarter to 2, and I left at 1 a.m. But it's... Um, wow. It's, it's like an afternoon at Star Fireworks during the 4th. Yeah, it's very different. You know, like, I mean... But no, Oscar is a very, very nice guy. And very. Um, I sometimes I think he's too nice. Well, <laughs> I, I don't. I did not want to impose because I'm used to like weddings here. So I, you know, he was mad that I flew in like on Friday and was leaving on Sunday already. I mean, he's getting married. I know, and I didn't want to impose. And I know it's a big family thing. I mean, he even picked me up from the hotel and brought me to a big party on Sunday with all of mostly it was all Erica's family was really, really nice, and then drove me to the airport, which I said repeatedly, no, 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 you guys just have fun, don't worry about me, I'll get, um, it's an Uber drive, don't right. worry about it, right. you know, uh, the night of the wedding, they drove me back, him and Erica both, so it's a little different, you know, where it's not like the bride and groom get whisked away in a, you know, <coughs> in a, uh, in a limousine, and you never right. see him again, right. I mean, literally, they ended the party, 
they closed everything out, did whatever, and then they drove me back to the hotel. Wow. <coughs> so it was very, very nice. That's awesome. Um, went out the night before with a very good friend of uh, Oscar's. Uh, once again, uh, fantastic guy. We had a lot of fun together. Right. Uh, it started off me, him, and Louie, and then uh, Louie fizzled real fast. Wow. And then me and him went out the rest of the night and um, went to some pretty cool club and everything like that. Had a really, really good time. And then and then the next day, we both shared an Uber to the venue. So um, it was really well, it's, nice. It's how it, the pictures looked amazing. I, I wish yeah. I could have gone. It's just it's so hard to, you know. Yeah. I, I mean, maybe maybe sometime in the future we'll get down to Mexico City yeah. and actually spend some more time there. Yeah, Polanco is a real nice area if you're going to go to Mexico City. It's a great area to stay yeah. at. The hotel was great. Couldn't have been nicer yeah. as far as the people, the service, everything. And um, it was, you know, it was it was very good. And didn't you have some type of? You had a purpose at the wedding. You there was some ceremony. You had. I was what they dollars. call the Godfather of Aras. Aras is like coins. So okay. you give the bride and groom thirteen coins, one for every month, and then a thirteenth for like uh, extra wealth and good fortune. Okay. So that was my purpose in the ceremony. Did you which, have to uh, supply the coins yourself. Uh, yeah, I supplied the coins myself. And the funny thing, you got to love the Fargo people and you got to love bankers. Okay. So I go to the bank and I want, um, you know, the dollar coins, the gold ones. They're nice and shiny. Susan B. Anthony's? Or, yeah. yeah. So we thought. So anyways, I oh, said, so okay. I like to get these, them, them gold, you know, them gold dollar coins or Susan B. Anthony coins. Like, I really need those doing it for a wedding. But I really need good shiny ones. Like, no problem. So he comes out, a little nerdy. He's got a roll, $25, and a little roll. It's like this big, kind of cute, you know? So, oh, perfect. He's like, well, I got to tell you. I don't know if I was having a bad day or not. I don't think I was, but it okay. just kind of, you know, rubbed right. me the wrong way. So, right. Not rubbed me the wrong way. I just kind of got like Larry David. <laughs> so he says, I got to tell you, Susan B. Anthony is no longer on these. I'm like. I don't care. I don't know. I don't know who Susan B. Anthony is. I just need gold coins, <laughs> right, right, for a wedding down in Mexico City. He thought you're like some Susan B. Anthony yeah. group. I, I don't even know who Susan B. Anthony is. I, I just remember them people call him Susan B. Anthony. Well, right, I don't yeah, care who's yeah. on the do dollars. <laughs> they came by. I thought I was a little bit crazy, but yeah. I was a little crazy. I'm like, he's like, I got bad news for you. Though. Susan B. Anthony is no longer on. Well, who cares about Susan B. Anthony? Susan B. Anthony is probably just another Democrat. I don't even want. I don't even like her, anyways. But anyways, you want me so to I got the coins. I know. I don't even <laughs> like the coins because they were they they're too close they're to almost a quarter. Too close to a quarter. Exactly. They, then they made the so that's why I think they made them gold. But they, they're still not doing good in the market. Nobody's you know. No, nobody wants. We need we need thousand dollar bills again. We, you know. Well, we, I guess you don't need anything because you just use a credit card or debit well, nobody, card. Yeah, but I, I I need cash, and every and you know what I've been doing? I've been hoarding the fifties because it seems like everywhere <clears> I go, 50, 50, 50. Yeah. You know, this is 38, you get 12 bucks back, and you get a little extra play money. And then this is, you know, and this is 46, <laughs> get four bucks back. You go for 100, and I've changed for 100. <laughs> Gas is $5 a gallon. What, <laughs> what are you talking about? I mean, a $100 bill is not right. like that big bill anymore. Uh, well. So I've been going with the 50s because no one says nothing about the 50s. Yeah, well, they'll take 50s, though. Yeah, and I yeah. put $50 in the tank because then I want to go in for change and come back and then go back again for the change. So I said, okay. Here's 50, and I leave the gas station. I got three-quarters of a tank. I'm like, see, this is why I'd rather just pay you after I pump. But and, 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 and speaking of weddings and stuff, the Pauline is telling me she's trying to get you to, like, officiate for our wedding. Apparently, Pauline and I are getting married. I just want to make sure the license is good because I don't want it to come back on me where, you know, uh. 
You know, which would be, it would be hilarious. Oh, yeah, like, good, yeah. something happened to you and then she doesn't get anything because she was really now, never married. She doesn't yeah. get Social Security. Yeah, that yeah, would be that, bad. Yeah, that, you better make sure that's all. Yeah, so I'll make sure that. Then I have to practice reading I, my book a little bit because I'm, I'm a little bit nervous about this. I keep I mean, telling this is my her, first why, why, why are you going to bother Johnny with this? And she's like, yeah. oh, no. And I may decline just because I want to make sure that it, it gets the right I, way. I, honestly, I don't think you have to worry about it. I think yeah. we will be probably married before that probably before the end of the year and it'll just be a ceremony oh gotcha, gotcha. so it'll be more of a uh, you know yeah. maybe i'm maybe i'm giving you too much information but it'll be more maybe. of a of, yeah. it'll be more of a ceremonial thing not not you and know, you're doing all this for social security purposes <laughs> apparently, <laughs> apparently. No, well, it does, so you know, you know it's easier tax wise yeah it? yeah tax wise yeah mm. we'll, we'll see yeah <laughs> i think i just wrote pay my own taxes <laughs> <laughs> all right one last thing john what uh, would johnny do well, I'll let you know. <laughs> All right. <coughs> speaking of uh, speaking of Pauline, today this is fresh off the press today. So this morning, so as you saw, we got some work going on in the laundry room today. So, yeah, looks nice. Yeah, last night, uh, Pauline and I went, uh, took some clients to a Blackhawks hockey game. So it was late. And um, we didn't get home till like eleven o'clock, and and uh, the plumber was working on the laundry room was going to be here at seven a.m. today. Oh dear God! Yeah. So, <clears throat> and Pauline, uh, she had a rare late start. She didn't have to start till ten o'clock today. So she's like, she's like, oh, you know, and that's great. I get to sleep in. I said, well, no, you don't. The plumber's going to be here at at seven. You be better got to be up at six thirty because I'm already. <coughs> I'm already out of the house. I go to the gym and I'm at at the at work by eight o'clock. So I was like, I can't wait around. So you're gonna have to meet the plumber. She's and she really didn't want to do it. She's like, oh, I gotta wake up early. I'm like, all right, I'll tell you what, I'll take care of it. I got, I went to my office. I got my computer. So I was like, I can work from home. Mm-hmm. So I so I let her sleep in. So I'm mm-hmm. like, okay. So we're going to bed last night. The plan is, she's like, oh, good, I can sleep in. I could set my clock for 8. I'll get up at 8. I'll make breakfast. And she had to be at work by 10. And I said, okay, I'll wake up at 6.30. I'll take a shower. I'll make sure the plumber's here. I'll show him what to do, and then I'll work from there. Is uh, Dean uh, coming into equation at all? Does, well, does Dean, he... Dean goes to work at 7.30. Oh, he starts at 7.30. He starts so. at 7. He leaves at 7.30. Do we, need to, uh, do we need to just let open the door for the plumber? <laughs> That's about it. Well, no, I needed to open the door, and we needed to tell him where the stuff goes. Okay, but, gotcha. and, and then he was here, and then nobody was home. So I, honestly, I could work from my office here, so I did yeah. today. So I worked from home. But so, but, so the point was, the last conversation I had with her was, I'm going to wake up at 8. I'm going to have breakfast, and i got to be at work by 10. So I'm like, okay, I'll do all the other stuff that needs to be done. So eight o'clock comes and goes. The, I'm working. She, you know, plumber's doing his thing. I'm kind of telling him what to do. The plumber and I'm doing my work. Eight thirty, nine o'clock. She's not getting up. I figure, well, you know what? She probably just decided I don't want breakfast. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna sleep in. I don't have to either that or passed away. Well, <laughs> like when every time my father doesn't get up on time, I think the worst. <laughs> well, but. yeah, I, you know, she, I figured she just she just didn't want to eat breakfast and. She only had to work like four hours. She had to go for a seminar. It was closer. It's right here on Willow Road. So it was really close. She'd take 10 minutes yeah. to get there. I hate waking up for breakfast. It makes no I, sense. I, to me, I, I, I don't do it either. Yeah. I, don't, I don't eat until I don't. I don't yeah, I don't need to get up to eat. No. No. no, mm. no. But she wanted. And if yeah. you're on your feet for eight hours, I can maybe understand it. I guess you need a little fuel. But right. So I'm like, okay. I don't need any. So now it's eight, nine. I figure, well, she just slept in. She didn't want to eat breakfast. But now it's like 930. And she's got to be at work at 10. 
and I don't hear anything. But I'm the plumber's asking me this. He's asking me that. And we, God knows, we don't want to get her fired. I'm working online. I'm doing my online stuff. I'm working. You know, I've got some phone calls and everything. And I'm like, you know, maybe I should go check on her because I don't hear. I don't hear the the shower running or anything. I go up there and she's still sound asleep. You know, all, wow. all the blinds are closed and she's she's just sound asleep. And I'm like, hey, are you going to get up? I thought you had to be at work at ten. She's like, yeah. Well, what time is it? I'm like, well, it's 9.35. She's like, oh, my God. And then she gets up, and now she's upset with me because I didn't wake her up. And I'm like, how could you? How is this my fault that you didn't wake up on time? So that's my question. What would Johnny do? Do you, If you know she's – do you wake her up? Do you wake up – would you wake her up or would you just let her sleep? Let her sleep. Let her sleep. It'd be 12 o'clock by the time she got up. Was, oh, yeah. yeah. If I let her sleep, she could, she'd still be sleeping Oh, now. yeah. No, because it's, it's – uh, it's not your responsibility. You don't know. She already set her plan. Right. She's going to set her alarm. She gets up every day like a big girl. There's no way I would. I mean, you are just being nice. But if you got on a phone call, like I get on these calls and I get busy. Well, yeah. yeah. I, you know, I thought for sure what you're going to say was she got up and decided to go to work early before like whatever, no, you know. No, no, no. So here. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it wouldn't no, have mattered to me. Yeah. You wouldn't have woke her up. Mm-mm. Oh, yeah, no, I woke her up. and then. But no. I, then I love to see failure. I, <laughs> that's, that's the name of the podcast. I, I love, love to, to see, see failure. failure. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I mean, I was just like, I'm, I'm doing, I'm like the knight in shining armor here. I'm doing a good deed, and you're yelling at me. It's like, I, I see, but she's Because you didn't do those, the deed fast enough. I, yeah, well, I didn't wake her up at 8. Right, yeah. But, I'm, and I don't know, I don't really know how you are. But That's an alarm. You have alarms I, on the phone. I know, but, yeah. but are you a, like, a, you a, do you do a snooze? Um, yeah, I do. Because, and I don't, I don't understand the snooze, because in my mind, like, she hates, Pauline hates waking up. She loves sleeping. She hates it when the alarm goes off. In my mind, if you hate it so much, why do you do it three times a day? Just do it once. Set the clock 20 minutes later oh, and just I, wake up. Because you hate waking up so much, why do you keep doing it, right? I, I understand the sleep outweighs it and you want to sleep, but I'm not that kind of person. Once no. the alarm goes off, if I know i got to get up, I'm up and I'm fixing the bed and I'm out the door. My bag is already packed and I'm I'm out the door like within five minutes. i got a bottle of water in my hand and I'm well, out you're the door. Good. Yeah, you're but, really good. But You're a morning person, though. Well, I'm a morning person, but it's yeah. going to be 40 years of experience doing yeah. that. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. but again, she just she hates waking up so much, but she chooses to do it three times a day. I'm like, why, if you hate that alarm so much, just let it ring once, get up, you know, set it to 10, 15 minutes later, and then you're done with it. But I got the brunt of it and then, uh, you know, this morning, and I'm like, are you going to apologize for being upset with me? And she's like, no. And I'm like, what? Well, I, I saved the day, but you apparently you like failure. Yeah, you're. I, I like failure. I just love to see people wake up frantic because well, it was yeah, okay was when frantic. I did it. She's you know, her teeth, mm-hmm. dressed. I'm like, I'm going downstairs back to work. The um, I wish there would be some way that you could like get the thoughts in your mind and actually like record them because you would be. I mean, I'm amazed at how I rationalize in my head in between snoozes a why. And how much more I can sleep, and why I should be able to sleep a little bit longer. Now, you know, I'm in LA, and I gotta get to the airport, and you know, I set the alarm for 5:45. Right. But and then I start rationalizing with myself. Well, the plane leaves at 7:45. I don't really need to get up at 5:45. And then that snooze goes, and I'm like, yeah. okay, well, it's five to six, but I mean, the plane. And I go over this over and over in my head, you know. And then I do go, okay. We got to get up now. I think this we pushed this as far as we can push <laughs> we it. You know, hit the limit. Yeah, yeah. 
But yeah, uh, yeah I, I wish there like be a way that I could actually because I'm half asleep. I don't even know what I'm rationalizing, but I know I'm half asleep. So it'd be nice if I could like listen yeah. to my thought process. Yeah, see, in my <coughs> mind, it's the exact opposite. Oh, it's it's uh, you know it's five o'clock. Uh, plane, the flight's at seven forty-five. What if there's a crash on, oh, the, yeah, on the highway? Yeah. And we have to take an alternative. What's what if I run out of gas? What if uh, my credit card doesn't work at the airport? And yeah. I can't get on the plane. <coughs> I'm thinking about every. Yeah, you're like the monk of travel. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I'm thinking about every, every negative that could possibly happen between now and the time I get on that plane, and I'm I want to avo- I want to I want to meet it head on, and I want to just take care of it all and be there and be done with it. Yeah. And, and not have to. Yeah. Not have to worry about it at all. I, I even tell myself. Okay, just get up now. Let's get to the airport. We'll go to United Club. We'll have some coffee, and then we'll just sleep on a plane. Yeah. And then the next voice comes on and says, "You know what? We'll just let's lay here five more minutes because actually we really don't need to. We're not checking the luggage. Blah blah. You know, it just keeps I going just, back I and forth." I just hate being late. Yeah, I'm never late really for anything. I just hate being that way. And then yeah. so if, if I couldn't be, I don't like being rushed. I like to like I'll I don't mind sitting out in, in the gate for an hour or you know out in the terminal yeah. waiting for the plane rather than having to worry because it's, it's literally all that worry until the time I get to the airport and I'm literally at the gate. Oh, well, you're exhausted from worrying. See, I'm like, yeah. I don't worry about anything. Well, right. And then when some, yeah. when there is a mishap, I'm kind of like, I'm fine with that. Like I've, I've succumbed to the mishap. I'm like, okay, yeah. this is good. You knew this was a, a but, long shot, you know? But if you think about it, a lot of my life and, you know, my job as a banker for all these many years, <clears throat> I, I realistically, if I, you know, depending on how serious you take it, though, but I literally worry about every loan in my portfolio, and 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 ninety nine percent of it is <clears throat> I can't control, right? If if you take out a loan out for me and you're just a dirtbag and you decide not to pay, now it's my heartache and my responsibility, and I got to try and figure out how to get the money back or whatever, or I have to hound you for tax returns, or I have to. <clears throat> Do whatever. I'm. I have to worry about everybody else. Everybody in my, you know, portfolio of a hundred million dollars or whatever it is, and, and all these customers, they're all my responsibility. So I just worry about everything, and a lot of it is not under my control. No, as much as you try. <clears throat> yeah, you. Most people worry about things that they cannot control. Exactly. And I think and that's, that's why that's, you that's worry because problem. you can't control them. So of course you're gonna. You don't worry about things you can control because there's no mishaps. You control it. Yeah. So most yeah. people do end up worrying about everything they can't control. Where I, on the other hand, <coughs> don't seem to worry about anything. It yeah. always works out. Yeah. It just always does for me. It just always works out. And and uh, I, I know yeah. I'm like, I can't worry about it because I can't control it. Yeah. Where other people worry because they can't control it. So it's like two different ways of thinking. Yeah. But, oh. um, yeah, I... Um, <coughs> But I just, you, you know, I like to live on the edge. I mean, you know. You would have let her sleep. I like that. I'm oh, yeah, yeah. Love to, love to see failure. Love to see failure. All right, that's it. Well, because you know what? They're always right. Oh, yeah. So you want to see them fail. <laughs> because you know that no matter how you hang that <laughs> picture, they would have hung it better or different. Yeah, I've had a couple of those looks. Like, why would you put that there? Because well, I like it there, you know. Yeah, so, and then it's like, okay, fine, I'll move it because it doesn't matter. But right. So they're always got to have the last word. So right. when it's peaceful and they're sleeping, why wake a giant? Never. <laughs> why, wake, why, why wake, wake the, the giant? giant. Could be go. another name, but there I like, go. I like. Lo- we got a lot of names. Yeah, well, you picked the best one you like, uh, but. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah uh, uh, you know, what is a, uh, uh, let a sleeping dog lie. Just, yeah. 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 
Let you her know go. what I mean? I, well, she I, needed to sleep, and that's how I tell you. I would say, honey, you look so comfortable. I did not have the heart to wake you. Well, I mean, my response was I was working, and honestly, you know, I, I, by the time I realized, hey, you're not up, I came up here to get you. I mean, that's. I remember, I remember years ago, my grandmother woke me up and said, get up. Yeah, get up. You're going to be late for work. You got to get up. I'm like, just let me sleep. I got another job tomorrow. <laughs> so. Well, that's the difference between yeah. a night person and day. Yes, yes. I, I'm, 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 I'm very comfortable being up early in the morning. It doesn't bother me. Yeah, that's pretty good. Uh, so anyway, so this is going to be our October Halloween. This is it. So October we're going, our, our next podcast is going to be down in Cabo, I would imagine. Right. We're, what did we just say? We're going to be down there on the 25th, right? Yeah. Uh, no, uh, later than that. You're going to be down on the 30th or something like that. Yeah. So we 24th can... is Thanksgiving. Yeah, so we'll be down there the 30th. Yeah. So, yeah. so it might be the very end of November, or it'll be like the first week in December. Yep, sounds so, good. So, but that'll be good. And then we will, uh, last year we did a uh, we did a live stream from the Cabo Coffee Shop. You want to try and do well, that we, again? We might do that one again, yeah. We you know might what, do a there's, live stream. there's a, uh, we had issues with the equipment, right? We couldn't do it right. It was all funky, right? The thing kept falling. Yeah. There's a better piece of equipment that I think I can get that might make that like very easy to do. Maybe okay. we, can, we can do like a, a live stream from the. Well, I'll, I'll investigate a little, but we'll do that and we'll. Uh, okay. We'll do something. We got to. Uh, we got to. We got to figure out a. We got. We got to figure out a time to. Uh, get to Fargo, the two of us. Although it might be too cold, want to do uh, more of those. Um, Pyro Throwdowns, where we did the okay. two cakes together. Mm-hmm. Those are really good. Uh, I think a, a lot of people like those. We're getting a lot. Of yeah, I gotta, from. I gotta get, I gotta get back there. Um, I got, I got a, a lot to do in November. It seems like it's gonna be a crazy month already. Yeah. But um, I got a few trips already planned. But uh, I'm gonna do. Uh, we'll see. What we may get down there. We can maybe sneak down on a Thursday, maybe or something like yeah, that. I could definitely go. It's just, I, yeah. it's it's very touch and go going to Fargo in this time of year. Yeah. You don't know what kind of weather you're. Yeah, gonna probably gonna have to fly though. I think that might be the best. And is it too you cold know? to shoot fireworks outside? No, not at all. Fireworks are great in the cold. You know. Yeah, well, maybe yeah. we could do some of that. Yeah, we may have to fly. I got lots of miles. Maybe we'll just fly down there, and then um, this way we can fly and get back. You know. Yeah. What I mean? Yeah, yeah. So, so I got to stock up some stores. I got I got a bunch of stuff I got need to do. Yeah. So might well, be able to do something like that. Yeah, definitely. So, but yeah, it's been a good one. And uh, uh, everyone, uh, keep watching the YouTube channel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got new b- unboxings that are coming up. Uh, there was a bunch of them out there, and uh, there's always uh, good stuff. We appreciate everybody listening, everybody watching, and uh, <clears throat> we're gonna have to. Uh, Maybe get Louie and uh, do another Christmas song like we did last oh, year. Oh, yeah. We've got to do that before you go to... Uh, so, well, yeah. are, do, we, do, we, do we have a, a confirmed guest for the December Christmas party? Do we have our, Do we know if we're going to have our, all our uh, usual suspects come to the Christmas party? Or? I, I don't know. I, will, we don't know I, I don't know if Ryan and Chris are going to be there. I will, okay. I'll have to ask. They didn't respond. They're the only ones that didn't respond. So oh, okay. We, and, I will ask them. And uh, Liz and Ron are coming, right? Liz and Ron are coming. And, and coming Barb, I don't it. think, can make it, but... Yeah. Yeah. Liz and Ron and you and yeah, Michelle. And yeah, Barb's uh, brother, or no, Barb's daughter, daughter, yeah, daughter is, is graduating, uh, graduating or something like that. So that's kind of cool for them. 
Yeah, yeah. So, so but we haven't done that in like three, four years, so it should be yep. good to get together. So, but we'll definitely do that. And uh, also, I hope Chris and Ryan come. But yeah, and then yeah, usually what would happen for that, we would have Louie and Ryan and Chris here, and we did a Christmas song. But last Christmas year song. we just did it the three of us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So maybe we'll get Ryan and Chris to do it this year. I'll have to come up with a. With maybe we can patch them in. Maybe we, we can patch them in over the phone or something. <laughs> okay, we'll try to do. It. Well, hopefully they could just show up. Well, that would that, be that nice. Would be ideal. I mean, you know, yeah, right. You want to get out after three years of COVID. I mean, you know. I think they've been going to movies. Now. Well, that's good. Yeah. I think they've been going. No, they, yes, they should. Yeah, I yeah. tell people all the time it's COVID nineteen, not COVID twenty two. There you go. I there like that. There you go. That's yeah. another title. All right, everybody. See you later. <laughs>